up and Jonathan Joseph comes straight through the middle. Got Mike Brown to beat as the last line of defence and here goes Joseph. Joseph's going to get over. Watson goes on the outside. Oh, Watson goes And welcome to the Bath Rugby Plug, the rugby podcast by the fans for the fans, plugging the boys in blue, black and white. My name is Gable and I'm joined as ever by my good friend and fellow Bath fan, Tom. To set the scene then, it's currently 20 past 12 on Saturday afternoon. Um, Tom, I don't know about you, but I spent the last two hours of this morning refreshing the Twitter feed, waiting for updates, not only on the Bath Saracens team news, which we're going to come on to, but probably more importantly, the chaos that COVID has brought on this final weekend of the Premiership. It is so stressful, G. I mean, you know, we, I'm used to being uh, being stressed and worried throughout all of match day, but um, not have not experienced it on the, the days that the, the teams are going to be announced. You know, you talk about Super Sunday and, and potentially some drama, um, well, it, it's all kicked off, G, and I, who knows, as we speak now, how it's all going to materialise. Very, very fluid situation, uh, as you say. But yeah, team news out for Bath, team news out for, for Saris as well. Yeah, so team news out for those guys. Team news also out, as we speak, Tom, for Worcester, who are obviously playing Sale Sharks, who, um, if you've been living under a rock uh, for the last 24 hours, returned 16, I think it is, positive COVID mm-hmm. tests. Uh, the game then against Gloucester and Northampton Saints is also uh, in question, and neither of those teams, as we speak, have released uh, their teams for the weekend, given that Northampton Saints played against Sale on Tuesday night. So, um, yeah, still waiting on those team news and waiting on the announcement, Tom, frankly, that that those, that those games are going to go ahead. If they don't go ahead, I guess the options are for, for Prem Rugby to postpone the whole weekend or um, postpone those games until later on in the week or kind of cancel those games, uh, forfeit those games from from, from sales point of view, uh, gifting, I guess, in that instance, Tom, Bath, a top four spot. How can you see this playing out if you were to look into your crystal ball? I understand it's a pretty difficult uh, call to make. I don't think Prem Rugby currently know what they're going to do. It's, 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 yeah, it's just so difficult, like you say, because I... It's difficult to see when they'd postpone the whole round two as well. Obviously, we're we're now pretty tight in terms of fixtures. With um, you know the, 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 this last game weekend meant to be taking place tomorrow, uh, the semi-finals following next weekend, and then obviously Exeter, who will be involved, you'd expect um, in those semi-finals, playing the following weekend in their in their Heineken Champions Cup final. Um, and gee, you, got, you know you've got to imagine that, that yeah, this the season next season starts. I think twenty first of November. So it's not as if there's there's plenty of time in terms of off season and pre season to, to to make these changes. Um, I think it's really difficult, isn't it? From a from a sale perspective, them not being able to f- sort of fire a shot um, in what's such a, a tight battle, I think, will be be hugely frustrating. Um, but then ultimately, that's that's not our fault. It's not Wasps' fault, and it's it's not Bristol's fault. So um, my my feeling is that the Gloucester Northampton game. Will, will will be cancelled. I mean, not particularly much riding on that game. Um, I understand as well, I think it was Sky sources reporting that Worcester have also um, returned some some positive cases. So given they're matched up against Sale with their 16 cases, as you say, G, I think it's unlikely that that that, that, that game goes ahead. Um, so yeah, I think my 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 probably best 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 prediction at this point of view would be that, that those two games are forfeited. Um, 
uh, and ultimately the, the other games go ahead, but obviously much less riding on them given that, that Sale will, will drop out um, of, the, of the top four or much less riding on it for Bath anyway. Yeah, and, and I think to your point there, Tom, the, the Premiership Rugby released a, a media release earlier this morning saying Sale Sharks announced last night that they had suffered a number of positive COVID-19 tests this weekend. And we are aware there are also positive tests at other clubs. So it's interesting to, to see that a, some clubs haven't announced their team, as you say, Tom, and also kind of looking to Saracens. Um, I wonder if their team is based on any COVID-19 positives because, of course, they played Racing uh, last weekend who themselves have recently returned a crazy number of, of positive COVID-19 tests. So um, obviously it's unclear and, and probably rightly not made public who has tested positive. But um, yeah, fascinating. Well, I don't think fascinating is the right word, but um, chaotic start to, to, to what was meant to be Prem Rugby's showpiece weekend. Yeah, and yeah, Sarri's though putting out a, a really strong, strong team. I'm sure you'll kind of go, go through it and we'll discuss it. But I think a lot of the guys um, having played against Racing in that semi-final are kind of returning for this kind of last hurrah for, for a lot of these these guys. Richard Wigglesworth, um, for example, retiring um, at, at the end of the season. So um, yeah, a strange one. And, you know, they could well be a club that... Um, even if they haven't returned positive cases, they could well be a club that Premiership Rugby are are concerned about, given the the, the racing, um, the you know the the racing te- the positive test that, that that you mentioned. So um, yeah, I think again, probably a you know a chance that that that, that Premiership Rugby look to cancel our game as well. Yeah, um, so I, but, I guess yeah. it's important. When are we going to find out? When are we going to find out, G? Because you know the, the, there's now not time to be clear, for them to, for Premiership Rugby to do any testing on any of the clubs or any of the players because they wouldn't be able to have a test returned prior to tomorrow's games. Um, they can't really move them into, into next week with, uh, with, the, with, with the semifinals the following weekend. So it's, re- it's really difficult, absolute nightmare for, for Premiership Rugby with these sale cases coming out, coming out so late on. Yeah, I guess if they, if they were made aware of the situation last night, they could have... Um, kind of hurriedly tested last night and then hope to to get that test turned around either end of end part of today or, or tomorrow uh, and then they'd have a better idea but as you say obviously team news announced doesn't mean the, t- the, the game is necessarily going ahead Tom and and yeah all games are kind of up in the air at this point um I think it is important, the last point on this, Tom, that, that all games do happen at the same time. I think that's kind of the point of this last weekend, given that it's a huge advantage knowing what you, you have to do. And whilst that might not play out to be an important factor for sale, I think Premiership Rugby are very clear, as, as they always have been, that these games, these last weekend games, have to kind of take place... Oops, sorry. Have to take place at the same time. And... Therefore, delaying the sale game by 24 hours, 48 hours, I think kind of really questions why they bothered to do that anyway. So, uh, yeah, fast, well, yeah, really um, chaotic start. But kind of putting that aside, Tom, let's look at the two teams for, that have been announced for the Bath's key final game of the season against Saracens. Um, let's start with Bath, Tom, before we go on to a, a strong-looking Saracen side. Um, what were your initial thoughts uh, on this side? Probably about as full strength as we can get. Yeah, I think so. You know, two two changes from the the team 
that, uh, that that faced Gloucester in that epic comeback in the last quarter of the game with those with those four tries. Um, and I don't think particularly controversial changes either. So Josh McNally coming back into the the starting fifteen for for Elliot Stuke. Um, you'll recall that he he came on at half time against Gloucester. So um, I think at the moment he's kind of edging out um, Elliot in that in that particular department in the second row shirt um, and the other guy coming in uh, Mike Williams into into the back row in place of Tom Ellis um, I think a couple of things there G you know we, we've spoken in previous weeks about the volume of rugby that Tom Ellis has had to play playing the full 80 on the Sunday and then the following Wednesday having to come off to come on for Josh Bayliss and, and play kind of a full hour so um, he'll be um, I imagine physically quite drained Mike Williams and as I say, hasn't played as much, is a similar kind of player to, to Tom Ellis. So the balance of the, the, the back row um, kind of will be, I think, retained there, as, as, as we've spoken about. Um, so yeah, not, nothing too controversial. And then looking to the rest of the side, just a hugely strong, strong side throughout, really. Um, I'm really, really pleased that we've got to this last game of the season, well, the last game of the regular season for Bath. And we haven't really seen significant injuries, which mm. is something that flagged early doors that would have been a concern. Anthony Watson... We know had a niggle. He's come back from it. Looked electric against Gloucester. He continues to play at, at, at fifteen, and then just the you know the the, the physical demands that we've that on the players, particularly with the, the 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 style of play that we've been playing. But you know, massive credit's got to go to the recovery teams, the physios teams, because again, we're still seeing Abano, Dunn, Stewart, Yules, Underhill, Falatau, another very injury-prone guy. Um, again, uh, kind of making the cut for that that first fifteen. So. Um, yeah, hugely, hugely strong Bath team, G, um, as expected, really. Yeah, I think the only kind of admission that uh, certainly has been pointed out on Twitter by a few people is no Zach Mercer. And whilst he may not have got the start, uh, as we've spoken about, um, given the balance of the, the back row that they're looking for, I do think that kind of him not being on the bench may suggest that he has picked up a little niggle. Um, so, yeah, obviously, as usual, uh, radio silence on anything injury-related from Bath. But I think that is an omission, certainly, um, from the bench. But, yeah, it, it's a um, it, it's a very uh, good team, isn't it? You know, real consistency in selection, which, as you say, Tom, is, is so great, great to see. Um, a couple of changes that I think I maybe anticipated which haven't come in. So the first one is Matavesi and Cam Redpath. Now, obviously, Josh Matavesi, huge, uh, hugely um, impressive so far this season for Bath, but maybe didn't have his best game against Gloucester and, and, and Redpath. You're opening him up again. <laughs> so so i thought maybe there might be a a, a a change there but obviously sticking with with the guy who, who's played so well since um the restart and the other one is another guy who came off the bench and made a huge impact and that was joe tokenisiga now he's on the bench as well uh and i guess he's just being eased back in which isn't the worst thing in the world, but I thought maybe there might be two changes there, but two guys certainly to come off the bench and have a huge impact. I don't mind it, G. I don't mind it. And I'll tell you why. If I'm, I'm looking down the, the Saracens team sheet now and it's, it's pretty strong, you know, mm-hmm. not a whole host of changes um, have been made. I think they, as I say, and as, as we kind of feared, they're kind of looking to go out with a bit of a bang, um, obviously a bit of an end of an era from, from their perspective. But I look sort of down the team sheet and, and to the bench a little bit for, for Saracens. And that's kind of where the, 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 the kind of the lack of experience um, really is. So five guys on the bench with 13 or fewer appearances for, for Saracens. Um, and I think, you know, 
you look at that 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 Bath bench, some real class coming off Kokinasiga, Redpath, um, and then also kind of you know some, some kind of exciting talent. So Jack Walker, Lewis Boyce, Christian Judge, and Miles Reed as well, who's been exceptional um, since when, when he's played. So I think that that bench is a is a is a real potential area where we'll, we'll we'll come into our own we we saw that we're able to turn up the intensity in that last 20 minutes against Gloucester um, mm. and I, I think that that's that's potentially going to be going to be required um, um, uh, if, if the game goes ahead tomorrow so um, I don't mind really seeing talking to see on the bench because I think the the impact that he could potentially make uh, against kind of either some tired Alex Saracen's legs or some inexperienced guys coming off the bench I uh, could be uh, could be pretty telling Mm. Let's look at that uh, Saracens team then, Tom. And it is a very strong team. Obviously, with them losing to Racing in the semi-final, this has now become their last dance uh, together as a team. Uh, and in particular, the, the pack is hugely powerful. I think almost the strongest pack that they could pick, given who they have available in their squad, Barrington, Cock, George, Itoji, Swinson, Hunter Hill, Ray and Bonapola. Um given the conditions are likely to be pretty bleak on Sunday, everywhere in the country. I think them having that really strong pack and then the control of Wigglesworth at scrum half is going to be really where they where they kind of target uh, uh, getting the victory. Yeah, I think the one guy they've, they've left out is is in that pack is Mike Rhodes, who um, I think was, was one of the standouts for them in their, particularly in their quarterfinal um, win against, who was that, against Leinster. Leinster. And, um, but I think also his admission, his admission probably a little bit tactical. So Callum Hunter-Hill in the sixth shirt, predominantly a, a second row. So I think, you know, they probably looked at the conditions. They've also looked at probably our line out as, as being kind of the most successful in the premiership um, and, and kind of a huge weapon for us. And I think that's an area that they will look to try and disrupt and, and look to try and try and target on the day, um, you know, with some, some, some pretty handy uh, guys there and, and four line-out jumpers in Atojo Swinson, Hunter Hill and, and Jackson Ray. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, as you say, very, very strong pack. You have to ask the question, you know, with them, with them having to, to travel in particular for, for their, their Champions Cup games, how physically and mentally tired are, are those guys? You know, Alex Good, notably, I think, left out. He shouldered a lot of the responsibility in those last two games um, uh, and he must be absolutely knackered, frankly, um, having having done that, so um, he misses out, and and um, you know another guy, G, who went off injured in his last game, Brad Barrett. Um, very pleased not to not to see him on the team sheet, um, just because you you know, I think in his last game he would he'd probably be willing to to go out there, put his life on the line to get that victory. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to be the. Sorry, Tom, I wouldn't have wanted to be the medic who told him that he wasn't playing this weekend because he went off injured. I think, yeah, he'd go out there with a with a neck brace on and probably even in a wheelchair if it meant that they had a bit of security in, in the midfield. Fair play to him. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I know we all thoughts on the backs there. So there's a couple of guys. So if I'd go through Wigglesworth, um, obviously hugely experienced, 10-year career at Saracens. Um, Wigglesworth and Spencer G, as I'm sure you all mentioned, is a, is a pretty mm. tasty battle given the kind of bit of context a uh, bit of context there. Um, Man of Unipola, uh, 10, obviously very talented guy, but but younger. And then Maitland, so, uh, Juan Pablo Chosino, uh, Don Morris, Alex Lewington and Elliot Daly. What do you, what do you make of that? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is a very good backline. It's not as strong a backline as their pack. And I'd probably say it's not a strong backline as what we're able to put out at the moment. And I think, you know, particularly a bit of experience in the fly half shirt should be able to benefit us. And then in the centres, Matabasi and and Jonathan Joseph starting to come together nicely. And Sochino and Don Morris, maybe not played loads of rugby together. Sochino only playing seven times for Saracens. Um, you know, that little bit of inexperience between those two, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to exploit. But then, you know, you look three, well, two international, and one experienced guy in Alex Lewington in the back three. So, you know, whilst it isn't as strong as their pack, it is still a mighty strong Saracens team and a Saracens team who know, who will know how, how to win a game like this in these conditions. Um, you mentioned there, Tom, that that we may they may be looking to target disrupting our line-out given the four line-out jumpers they've picked. Where do you think potentially we may be able to, to target this Saracens side with the bar side that we've put out? Yeah, I think it's very difficult. I think the other the other area I was going to draw out was the scrum. Um, I'm a bit of a broken record, line out scrum, all that kind of thing. But I think it's going to again be a really key area, particularly with with conditions um, and a huge test, a huge test for Ben Obano. Um, mm. Vincent Cock uh, in in the tight head shirt, absolutely phenomenal. You know, World Cup winner, uh, and 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 he was a huge part of that World Cup win. Uh, in, in, in terms of how powerful their scrum was. So Benno's been uh, been fantastic this season. We've spoken so many times about how, how much his game's come on, particularly in, in the set piece. But that's a that's going to be a massive, massive challenge um, uh, for, for both him and, and Lewis Boyce when, when he comes on. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it's, it's really difficult to, 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 to try and come up with a way to, to beat Saracens. They can beat you in so many different ways. They can kind of bludgeon you as they, as they nearly did to, to Racing 92, uh, had it not been for that, that last try. Um, or they, as they did against Leinster, they can just win the collisions, get, get in behind the, um, the tack, the sort of the, slightly behind the game line with guys like Billy Vinopola and, and just offload and make it so difficult to, to defend and get back behind your line. So it's hugely difficult. I think, I think as I said, I think the coming into the second half, we need to have parity. It's you know mm. it's, it's at Allianz Park. I've been to Allianz Park before, where um, it's got really out of hand when Saracens have got ahead early doors. So we need to try and just maintain just behind them or, or kind of level or, or ahead going into that last half an hour, twenty minutes, and then I think when when those substitutions do start to, start to come on, when um, you know Richard Wigglesworth. Um, you know, says his goodbyes. It's all very emotional. Um, I, I think at that point, we need to start bringing on some of our big guns. Uh, Thokken Asiga, Miles Reed on to disrupt the breakdown, new front row. And I think at that point, um, the, the, the kind of, it means more to us because we're actually, we're, we will actually be kind of fighting for for result mm. and top four potentially. So yeah, gee, the, the, the bench is going to be absolutely crucial, but I think it's it's such a tough challenge. Mm. Yeah, it really is a tough challenge. I think that's absolutely right, Tom, because as well as that, we've had, what, 10 days off at this point, maybe even longer, and they have been, you know, two weekends in a row where they've been absolutely backs to the wall for 80 minutes against two of the best teams in Europe. So, yeah, if we can take it deep, you feel like we'll then become favourites. But, yeah, it's a huge, huge challenge. Um, We've not won a league game at Allianz Park, Tom, uh, in 10 years 
So, um, yeah, that's not exactly a great omen for, uh, for for this game, and 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 yeah, particularly with the, the the team Saracens have picked, it's um, yeah, it's concerning, but it's a huge challenge, and this may be one of the best sides Bath have had in those ten years. Um, so I think we can win this, and it's important to stress we only need to win this by four points. So we need to be controlled, we need to be composed. Um, given the conditions, we need to play sensible rugby in the right areas and just try and take it deep and beat them late. And and, and that's the only way I think we can do it. And I do think we can do it. I really do think we can do it. Um, I think, you know, go on, Tom. Go on. Oh, I was going to say, you know, this season has been the, the season when we've um, when we've broken a lot of those kind of mm. um, those kind of records, you think about the sale game. We were an absolutely shocking record up at um, up at, uh, at the AJ Bell. We turned that round. Uh, we got a bonus point. Same thing against Gloucester. Um, you know, when was the last time that we we hammered Gloucester in in you know in, in that kind of way and 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 did it in that manner, having come from behind? So I think we can go into this route really confident. You know, Saracens have clearly played very, very well in, in Europe, but I think ultimately they they played out of their skins a bit. Um, and, you know, I think for me, that Leinster quarterfinal was a, was almost a bit of a final for them. It felt like that was the game they'd been looking forward to and building up to for, for, for about a year really now, um, or, or, you know, or, or getting on that way, obviously, with the with the delays. Um, they couldn't quite repeat it against against Racing. Um, and I, I'm, I'm hoping, gee, that, that, that that was kind of, you know, they 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 go out with with a bit of a bit of a whimper. I mean, it, you know, it might it might well be an be an empty hope, but I think ultimately we've got momentum in terms of results, particularly in the Premiership, um, and I think we should go there very very confident um, that, that we can do a job. Mm, big day for for Rich uh, for well for Richard Wiggles, but for Ben Spencer on the other side, uh, Tom against his former club, against his uh, former mentor, I guess Richard Wigglesworth. Um, yeah, that is absolutely the, the battle that I can't wait to see, particularly given the important roles they're going to play on on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great battles. You know, looking through the the respective team sheets, Elliot Daly against Anthony Watson, probably the you know the one and two at the moment in terms of who's going to get in that England fifteen shirt. Um, uh, obviously, with with selection now going to be what only a few weeks away till Eddie Jones announces announces his his squad. Um, uh, you mentioned Wigglesworth and, and Spencer, Mara Toje and Charlie Yules. Um, you know, potentially the one and two for um, for you know with, with Courtney Laws injured, potentially the the one two for for, for England. Um, and then Billy Vunapolo against uh, against Toby Falatau. Looking ahead to the Lions, that's yeah. potentially the one and two uh, choice for Warren Gatlin there in that particular position. So there's loads of huge battles. There's there's class on both sides, um, and, and 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 you know a lot of lots been said about how it means so much for Saracens to send these guys out on a on a on, with a bang and all that kind of thing. Ultimately, they're getting relegated, and we're looking ahead to the top four. So I would argue that it means as much to us, if not more, as it will to as it will to some of uh, as it will to the Saris guys. <laughs> Yeah, certainly means a lot to us, Tom, as Bath fans. One might not even matter as well, which is the the strangest thing. And there's so many different, um, there's so many different uh, just permutations at the moment, aren't there? Which games happen, which don't? What happens if the games don't happen? Are they postponed? Um, are they forfeit? Uh, you know, and actually, what will happen on the day? And we don't know the answers to any of those. G, but that's why we enjoy it. Yeah, that, that, yeah, we've we've spent what twenty minutes, half an hour trying to give you an answer to any of those questions. Um, probably failed to do so. Um, but I think even Prem Rugby would struggle to give you an answer. Um, as we speak, I think 
for the record, it is such a shame that, that this has all happened this weekend. It was all built to be an absolute fantastic day tomorrow. And I, I don't really want to go through having with Sale kind of forfeiting a game. I do think, you know, whilst I'll be absolutely over the moon, don't get me wrong, I do think it's kind of a um, bittersweet way of getting to, to the playoffs. Um, you know, if we ultimately don't get through uh, and we lose on Sunday, we had the chance to beat Wasps at home. Uh, we didn't take that chance and that would be where, where, where we miss out. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling quite optimistic um, about the game. I hope they all go ahead as planned. They're probably not going to all go ahead as planned. Um, but, uh, you know, in an ideal world, that's what would happen. And I do feel optimistic. And, and if we do get a win, Tom, you know, the likelihood is we're beginning to the Rico Arena to play Wasps in a semi-final of a premiership. There's no... There's no way we, we well, there's, you know, that's not impossible by any stretch of the imagination. We can win that 100%. And then we're in a, a premiership final against probably Exeter, who have just played a European final the week before. So, you know, not trying to get too far ahead of myself, but, you know, it's a huge opportunity for Bath. We've got to get take care of business on, on Sunday. And, and then the kind of the league's our oyster, I guess. Yeah, and then, you know, you, you look at the other option there. I mean, we get the win with the bonus points somehow and, and Wasps fail to do that against, you know, what is a second straight extra side, but still has some, uh, some you know, some, some, some decent guys in there, Don, Don Armand, Phil Dolman, et cetera. They get the win, fail to get the bonus point, And suddenly we, we finish second in the league and... Um, you know, uh, there's a, we got a home semi-final against Wasps at the wreck, which you'd, you'd, you'd really back us to to win, I think. So, um, yeah, you know, the, as I say, I'll, I'll um, uh, particularly if we don't make it, I'll look back and moan at some of the way that other results have, have fallen and how different, you know, selections have have, have really um, sharpened us a bit. But ultimately, you're right. You know, this is this is in our hands. Uh, it's the first time in in you know since that 2014-15 season where we've got a chance to make this top four. It's up to us, um, and um, yeah, I think that'll be the message from 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 Stuart Hooper. Uh, we you know we can, we can continue this momentum now into into next season with the fixtures coming so so thick and fast into November, um, and uh, I think they'll be absolutely chomping at the bit to do that. Yeah, exciting times as a Bath fan, Tom. You know, a final weekend of the season where, for the first time in a while, we're not battling for that sixth place. We're actually battling potentially for a home semi-final. So, really exciting times. Um, that just about does us on this podcast. Uh, please do subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, uh, let us know how you think we've got on this season. Um, hopefully, we've we've kind of peaked as Bath have peaked. Um, Get in touch with us on Twitter at Bath Rugby Plug. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook, uh, and tell your mates about the podcast. If you if you've got any Bath friends that are not listening, then why not? You know, let them know, um, get them involved with the discussion, um, and yeah, enjoy the rugby this weekend. Whatever happens, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the Bath game uh, and stick behind the boys as always through thick and thin. <laughs>